0: You're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 375, brought to you by Apple Music, Audible, and ActionFigureBlues.com. I'm Scotty, and with me tonight are... Ben. And Eddie. Tonight, our Toys of the Week are the Mezco 112 Collective Harley Quinn and the Super 7 Thundercats Ultimates lion And our discussion topic is a toy breakdown of the Marvel Legends Strong Guy Wave. Gentlemen, how are we? Hello. <laughs> <Hey>. Fine. <laughs> We're fine.
1: We're you're, still, yeah. you're still with us, Eddie?
0: We're delayed. Yes, I am. Yes. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just trying to think of how I was going to answer the question.
0: It's a difficult yes. one. In and yes. I was just being
2: polite and letting Eddie go first. So. Oh,
0: that's, well, we have got so much to talk about tonight that that's as far as how are you. So if anyone <laughs> is not okay, they're going to be held off on recording this. Uh, hopefully get the most Hasbro, Hascon. What's the actual title of Uh Hasbro, PulseCon. Oh, Hasbro PulseCon. Excellent. And uh, I certainly woke up this morning to um, a bunch of uh, reveals and some happy <laughs> surprises. Um, yes. What stood out for you guys?
2: Well, I actually, because um, I had a, still being in lockdown here, did digital drinks with some friends last night. And by the time that was done, uh, the PulseCon was kind of starting. So I actually stayed up and watched it. Uh-huh. Um, I, I'm I haven't really slept that much uh, yet. So I, I got to see the reveals live. And the one that actually surprised me um, in a bit of a disappointing way that I wasn't expecting at all is that they're doing Dungeons and Dragons sort of Hasbro six inch style figure like the G.I. Joe classifieds and Marvel Legends and Star Wars Black and all that. And I know nothing about Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I only played it once at a very nerdy bachelor party. Uh, yeah. But I was like, "Oh, it does kind of look good, and it is in that style that I like, and it just might be another line that I'm going to get into." Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: and I mean, it's not just Dungeons and Dragons, like based on the you know, like the silly cartoon or anything like that. They're actually uh, expanding into some of the um, the lore. So the, the character that I saw was Drizzt who was, um, I think R.A. Salvatore um, was a, a, a yeah, fantasy character that's been around for a long, long time and kind of absorbed into that world. So um, it's not just your classic, uh, that, you know, they're doing an elf, they're doing a dwarf kind of thing. Uh, they're actually focusing on actual, you know, IPs, which is cool.
0: I was never allowed to play drums. You? <laughs> oh, you, you
2: saw that Tom Hanks movie. I was going to say no, the Tom Hanks movie ruined it for so many people. <laughs>
0: the, well, I, no, I, you know, I grew up in the uh, North American Baptist Satanic Panic, um, <laughs> where, you know, we, we had a guy that used to our church with a slideshow that explained behind music album covers, yeah, and scare the crap out of everyone. Um, <laughs> and so, my do that, and uh, I did manage to get. Allowed to play the Marvel superheroes role-playing game when it very first came out with my oh, yes, yes. nerdy friends. But my dad, I, I have this very vivid memory of a conversation with my dad because I must have said, like, I'm going to be the human torch. news like, what? You're not going to set yourself on fire, are you? <laughs> was, yes, that's yeah. exactly what that means.
1: Yeah. I thought that was uh, an interesting reveal. Obviously, we've still got G.I. Joe to go, but there's been plenty of Marvel Legends and Star Wars. News. I think what I'm most curious about is we are getting reveals of characters, and we're getting a rough idea of what wave they belong to, but I get the feeling that there's going to be some subtle uh, releases going on, like we saw Firestar who has long been demanded and I really, you know, do, do we do we think she will get single-carded as part of a wave or is she more likely to end up in a box set with a rehashed Spider-Man and a new, new deco Iceman or something like that?
2: I, I assume she's going to be in like a Spider-Man wave coming up. I hope up. so. Because generally they don't reveal figures that are part of sets without... Revealing the whole set, I I can't think of an example <coughs> with a sort of. Did they do that with Nimrod? Okay, yeah. no. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they yeah, Nimrod was a like um, they actually at the time that didn't show. Yeah. but no, you, I mean you're
1: yeah, and I mean their excuse, you know, is that Phantom X is a, a character who was released quite some time ago. A lot of people are after that figure now because they're new to collecting, and and that was a good sort of five six years ago or something. So, um, it's it's justified in in releasing. But look, I. I generally speaking i was pretty happy with the marvel legends reveal um you know i know i have to contend with game and and obviously now edge of the spider verse um properties that i have no problems with but I, I do get frustrated when they kind of impede on my ability to get classic characters but seeing some of those avengers reveals uh, were, were great but the one that got me and i thought yay you know we're finally seeing some some really intelligent thinking here and that is the um obviously we knew stiltman was coming but the inclusion of Stiltman's uh, leg extensions coming with the army builder that is mm-hmm. the the hand ninja. Yeah. So, which is fantastic because, you know, if you're getting half a dozen hand ninjas, you're going to have a pretty
2: impressive stilt man. So hooray. Well done. <laughs> yeah, but I am, um, I was talking to Ben about this earlier. I'm, the GI Joe boards and Facebook groups that I'm part of, you could see people salivating at the mouth, like the hyenas from the Lion King, and those <laughs> red ninjas. And it's just like, Oh, you guys just got red ninjas. And I'm a GI Joe fan too, but like, let's i'm 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 concerned (laughs) yeah trying to get my hands on those red ninjas because i feel like everyone's going to be uh yeah
1: if hasbro is smart they'll do the same thing that they've done with the the hydra agents the aim scientists and now the the hellfire club goons and they'll make them a pulse figure in that little sort of cardboard box for 14.99 or whatever it is and you know, allow people. I mean, it's it's a money maker. I, I don't understand why you you don't make them plentiful. There's there's no fan out. I mean, you know, fans are complainers um, pretty much while they're conscious, and I, I just think <laughs> yeah, Well, you you just can't produce too many ninjas. Like if even if they end up getting clearance, people are still going to pick them up on clearance. Like you, they will not peg warm. Like it's imp. I've, I've never seen an army builder peg warm other than probably um the the cree dude from the Captain Marvel wave.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, but he was a one-off
0: character. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I use them as an army builder and I think, yeah. you know, on Dorkside they're 10 bucks or something.
0: Yeah. Um I I loved the Jocasta and Kang reveals. That was Yeah. yeah that's just, you know, such a cool classic um throwback. Um although I got to say like Jocasta with the spellcasting casting hands. <laughs> Like, yeah, she has oh. swap out fists. So I, I oh, does she? Okay, oh, good, yeah. Good, good, good. yeah, which
1: I think was actually really cool. But, I mean, characters like Thunderstrike, people have been asking for him for a long time. Um, oh, actually, quick question for, you know, comic nerds. So can I display
2: Kang next to my other Kang? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so there you go. Time travel comes in handy.
2: I actually haven't um, picked him up, so... He's one of the few sort of main characters from those older days I don't actually have represented on my shelf. So um, I was very excited by him.
0: I may not have that either, actually. Wave. Um, but anyway, that's real Jocasta. We really are getting to the point. Oh, now actually, I had uh, a piece of an email that had something Marvel re- Legends related that I wanted to read now. Talking, I think it's relevant. This is from Joshua from Roswell, New Mexico. Mm. Um, hey, Josh. And he says, "Hey guys, thanks for the Sugarman wave review. I always love those episodes. Oh, thanks, Joshua. We are getting really spoiled as Marvel Legends collectors. So I was wondering for each of you, what is number one on your? I can't believe they haven't made it list. Mine is Rachel Summers Phoenix. Ah, uh, cool. Yeah. Mm. Mm. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I was thinking about this today, and I was thinking we're getting to the point where, as Ben said, because you know people have to always be you know complaining." Um, where it's going to be like, I can't believe they haven't made Angar the Screamer. Or like,
2: <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, so that's why. Because like my go-to is like, why haven't we gotten a T-Ray yet? Because that's the character that I most want. But I can understand why he hasn't been made. Um, he's not a hugely well-known character in the mainstream of Marvel. So I'm trying to think of what is the character that they haven't done. Um, that I'm sort of surprised at. And the only one that's kind of coming to my mind is a uh, Ultimates uh, Cyclops because that Cyclops was used on all like the birthday plate merchandising and Mm -hmm. Frisbees and cupcakes and that sort of weird T-shirt design with the little goatee Cyclops um, everywhere. But I don't think we ever got him in plastic form. So that's, yeah, that's the one that's coming to my mind at the moment.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. And, and backing up um, Eddie's T-Ray, um, this is more the character that I just want. And of course, for a long time, it was Shang-Chi and we've crossed that line now. So uh, for me, it's Jack of Hearts. Uh, I just oh, yeah, think he that's a good one. Still has one of the visually best costumes ever. It obviously doesn't translate well in that sort of modern era, and, and I guess particularly not in media like TV or movies. But to me, he's just that character that's always been around and, and would look very toyetic. But um, that's more of a wish list. But, I mean, there's there's still a few that I would probably consider that I don't understand why they haven't been made just in general, not because I want them, but I think they're fairly popular. And, I mean, that... That goes for some of the, um, the kids at the X-Mansion, like Pixie. I, I just assumed when we got that mm-hmm. new wasp that Pixie would be a given because the wings are there and they're ready to be done. Um, so I'm surprised that they didn't kind of throw her on the Danny Moonstar buck with the wings and a new head. Um, but in terms of those sort of classic characters, um, the two that probably come to mind, which I think have been around forever, one would be um, Fire Lord. Um yeah. Just you know, I think he is is a, a given for a Fantastic Four wave, and didn't the other show, one would be the hot.
0: Didn't they show a Firelord design? I thought I saw one.
2: No, not. There was, so, someone had like a a fan mock up of an FF retro wave uh, yeah. on our community page that had a Fire Lord in it recently. You might be thinking, oh. a...
0: I saw I saw mm. one that had arcade. um So
2: arcade's coming. We saw. Yeah, we saw arcade okay.
1: coming. Huh, yep actually. and that who, was who with, is, uh, yeah, there was another villain in that, that yeah, there was Magneto in his white costume and his. Uh, that, that's
2: for the House of X wave but they're doing a wave next year that's all villains and they showed two of them mm. one was arcade and I'm blanking on do oh, you know who it was it's Dormammu oh they yeah sorry the
1: classic the classic Dormammu
2: but um, yeah the other one that I actually think you know
1: would, would be really cool would be the High Evolutionary
2: yeah like he's th- this is my own bias here he's a a prominent character but i just any time i open up a comic and it's like page reveal high evolutionary i'm just like oh okay all right <laughs> I just never really been engaged by high evolutionary stories um so yeah i i it's a it's a very legitimate choice i just am personally in that bank of like ah, oh, it's uh, there's very few characters that i i dislike but he <laughs> would probably one. I think it's because of that stupid 90s uh, spider-man cartoon spin-off, spider-man unlimited yeah, where he was the you. main the, villain. The rest and of us have
1: read you know the classic comics with him and then we haven't been you know we haven't been uh, you know, blasted yeah, I mean, by the media yeah. version <laughs> but um yeah so, uh, But, you know, that, look, there's plenty. I could, I could go on at length,
2: it, but. My, um, Sorry, Scotty, I know we haven't gotten your choice yet. But That's my right. thing, I've actually been speaking to a friend of the show, Larry Boxhell, um, about this so much so that we've almost started a weird bit of a Twitter campaign of annoying C.B. Sobolsky. But uh, the biggest thing that I think in terms of leaving money on the table is why Marvel themselves, considering how bad comic book sales are these days, haven't produced a marvel legends book that's just kind of like a showcase that you could mm. feature characters that are you know just out or coming out tease upcoming characters but also just have a chance to showcase in comic form characters that uh you know might not normally have an ongoing book on the shelf but like say thunderstrike um for example you could get a thunderstrike story out there um, But give it that Marvel Legends banner. And there are people who will buy things just because it has Marvel Legends on it. It's one of the biggest toy brands going around at the moment. It's way bigger than the actual comics uh, that spawn these characters. So um, slap that on a comic and put that on the shelves, Marvel. And I'm also shocked that uh, Marvel don't put digital redeem codes into the toy boxes so that uh, you've got a fan base here that clearly has an expendable income that are Marvel fans, and they're being brought in numbers that are way bigger than people buying the comics. So it's a free audience to advertise to. I just can't <laughs> wrap my head around that. It's such an untapped market for them to be uh, pushing to. So I, I think the biggest money on the table is actually Marvel Comics themselves, not um, using the popularity of Marvel Legends more to get people reading the books.
0: Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So what about you, Mr. Scotty? What uh, What characters are you... <coughs> One that one that came to my mind was Moon Dragon. Yep. Um, as a particularly like seeing Jocasta and that kind of era of you know Avengers etc. I mean we've got Hellcat, we've got Jocasta coming. Um, Mantis. Yeah, and Mantis, you know, and Swordsman, um, you know, are are others that I you know can see at the seeing Jocasta. Oh, you know, I realize she's got um, other links, you know, as well, but. That made me hopeful that those people are still, um, I mean, Moondragon would be a skull Um, so do you
1: think that like somewhere at hasbro headquarters in the marvel legends department there's like a big boardroom where they have sheets of paper you know from one end to the other where they they kind of rank the figures like push the ones up this end who are closest to being made and that's how they shuffle them around and, and try and work out priority do you do you think that those those pieces of paper get shuffled um, depending on how other, you know, external forces impact them. So, do you think um, Triton and you know, the, and, and the rest of the Inhumans had a chance of coming out when the TV show was
2: hitting, and mm. then the TV show bombed, and so they yeah. all got shuffled uh, yeah. down the end? I, I, I would a hundred percent assume that they. So, yeah. I mean, we we've seen figures previewed that haven't ended up coming out. Like, obviously, in the shuffle, things have happened where Mm. uh, they've ended up uh, back on the floor or uh, moving around through. So, Um. yeah, I'm sure there's things where... Because when you're dealing with licences like that and partners too, it's not just what Hasbro wants to do. You would have agendas coming in from Marvel as well, and um, those type of things are going to change. Like when you had the Feige-Permutter split, yeah. and yeah you've got all all sorts of factors that could come in and uh, affect things there'd be characters that get bumped up just because it's like well we've got all the parts to do that character now so effectively that's a much cheaper character uh to run through and make or there could be times too where a movie property might actually take away from getting a figure um of that property because it's like well they're probably not a big enough characters to support multiple figures so we're probably best off doing the movie version of them and maybe down the line somewhere we'll get to a comic book like yeah. mantis for example um could be a, yeah. a good um, one it's like here's a mantis figure from the movie but we don't know if we can get away with releasing a mantis comic character right away at this time as well so we'll yeah,
1: yeah. so what what do you think then will be the go with Moira McTaggart? Like that one really threw me. Uh, I thought that Hasbro was pushing it, you know, doing a, a Gwen Stacy, um, you know, just just a generic blonde chick kind of thing. Um, you know, if they can do Gwen Stacy, are they, they going to do Betty Brandt, for example, but getting Moira McTaggart, like, do you think that's likely to be a box set with that, that Charles and that Magneto,
2: like a three-pack or something. Uh, so so that's a wave that they're doing. Is a really? House She's a single-carded yep. figure. Uh, yeah, so so they, they did say during the presentation that she is a um, part of the House of X wave that they're doing, and wow. House of X was massive. Like, it, it, it's hard to um, state just how big. Like, that was one of the few... Probably That was probably the biggest comic book, arguably since Civil War, that got people who hadn't been in the comic store, coming into oh. the comic store to pick up um, books and check out what was going on, and she is the key uh, and, and player in that story. So yeah, she, look, she's got I, a, a bit of attention I before, it, and they are but... being smart mm-hmm. too, where the figure actually comes with multiple heads and pieces. So yeah. um, slight spoiler for House of X, but it deals with the fact that uh, Moira Matagat, who's always been the human friend of the mutants, actually is a mutant herself, and she basically lives all these different lives. And the current universe is her 10th life. So you're going to get a couple of different heads and pieces um, to display. So where there could be the potential, maybe, that she'd be a peg warmer. Um, giving her that multiple heads is great for people like me. Because I'll be like, well, that's I'll need to pick up three of them anyway to oh, play with different uh, <laughs> <laughs> Moiris. So awesome. I, I, I think they have seen that potential of like okay i know this is one that um if you're doing a house of x wave she has to be included she's the main uh character and it is a big marvel i don't don't
1: know man i I read house of x and or powers of X and all the all the Hickman bullshit, and I, I still am no more excited for a Moira of figure than I was, you know, a year ago. It's
2: I don't know. As I you rec- said, fans will complain <laughs> till the sun comes down. It's just a couple of minutes. Uh,
1: <laughs> my my prediction now is that she will um she will finally top Songbird as the the worst peg warmer of all time.
0: I mean, I think that she could be a figure that customizers might like, like you know, just yeah. cause a bit more of a generic thing but i mean i agree it seems a weird choice because unless you've got a real affection for that storyline i suppose you know it depends on the of figure etc but you know it's good on them for having a go at doing some different yeah. things so anything else from hasbro pulse con pulse whatever the thing that we should talk about
2: uh so the, the star wars side of things we haven't really finally getting jar jar yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy about that uh, and so I was very conflicted watching the panel where they revealed the uh, Haslab uh, Raising Crest uh, which is going to be like the sail barge of the Sentinel the new mm, mm. Um, crowdfund is the Mandalorian spaceship and it's got everything inside it from it even the toilet um, yeah. that you see in the beginning of the first episode is wow. there and it is modular it comes in parts in all different pieces so you can get your phone inside it into the narrow gaps to take photos with and move through and actually fits multiple figures in the cockpit and all that and i was like "Oh, well, this is good i just don't collect vintage collection exactly. I'm, I'm out of that <laughs> scale but it, this is actually real going to be really tempting not to uh not to put money down on but yeah
1: and look you know the Obviously, Hasbro have stepped outside the box a bit when it comes to things like um, the Haslabs uh, and reached out to some third-party uh, people to make it easier to obtain, which was actually really good, so international people at least had a chance. I mean, you know, Star Wars, it is what it is. They're, they're really cranking... Uh, and, the stuff out and they're also reusing a lot of stuff. So there's figures that are being repackaged in into, you know, um, sort of like a vintage, there's the vintage cards and, and the archive sets and stuff like that. But um, the one that I actually think I'm looking forward to the most is um, the Armourer. From the Mandalorian, she's a uh, she's an upcoming exclusive who comes with like lots of extra stuff. So she comes with all her tools, all her blacksmith types tools, and there'll probably be a, a normal release later yeah, on as well. There, but she's a beautiful is, looking figure.
2: Um, they they said during the panel that she was meant to be the Star Wars Celebration exclusive figure this year. Yeah. So there is that version that has the um, hammer uh, the. Uh, sort of flame effect on the helmet, Um, and there is a regular version that is also coming um, in a regular wave down there.
0: Yeah, that was probably
2: the standout for me of the
1: Star Wars stuff, I think. Mm.
0: Oh, I remember my other Why Haven't They Made is Siren. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, surely, you know, I mean, seeing as we, I think we'll be getting... Deadpool waves until we die, um, surely she's got us particularly after we got Black Tom. We're talking about I, those guys later. Do you mean that they it's...
2: might actually put a character from the Deadpool comics in a Deadpool oh, wave? Like, we've only just gotten the first one now in what we'll be talking about tonight. God, <laughs> God forbid. But they did actually, and this is completely um, theoretical from me, but... Uh, uh, Ryan Ting, who does the marketing for it, in some of these video chats and that, he's had like a random collection of Marvel stuff behind him. And two of the vintage figures that he had was a Gambit and Rogue on the original card back. And he's like, oh ha ha. Did you notice I've had these behind me um throughout the last couple of months? And this is what we're getting as target exclusives, is Rogue and Gambit um on the vintage cards. But after he'd taken them down and done the show, when they cut back to him after a, another talk, uh, he had the X-Force vintage cards with Warpath and Sunspot um, and the, the 90s fig- toy biz figures of them behind him there. So it's like, did he just put those there to fill the gap or is that into <laughs> the next uh, X-Men vintage line to come is going to be the um, 90s X-Force stuff? So uh, possibly that could be a good spot to do a siren. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just assume that someone at Marvel doesn't
2: like um, Banshee and then as an extension of that poor siren, you know. I, I would imagine, I, I could see it being that um, uh, there was talk at Mattel where the upper management was fearful of He-Man because the 2000X um, ended up doing so much peg warming and damage to the brand and loss of money. And uh, they get a bit fearful if something has had that kind of impact and because that horrible banshee figure right in the very first wave of marvel legends was such one of those stinkers that stunk up the shelf for so long yeah that they might be a bit like oh well maybe don't do banshee because he it's not the fact that it was a terrible figure that <laughs> stuck
0: it around well- but yeah I, I mean, getting Black Tom, who we're going to talk about later, does give me hope. Um, that that yes. is, but we'll yeah. we'll talk about that when we talk about that. Any other Hascon, Has Pulse, Has Has thing? No. I just want Cobra Troopers.
2: Yeah, not. Uh, so we we're doing this in between. So we've still got Power Rangers, GI Joe, Transformers, and all that news to come. Okay. Um, actually, watching it, I was impressed with some of the stuff. They did in actually like looking at the teams and behind the scenes and that was interesting, but there was some other real waffle stuff in there that it's like, oh, this, this doesn't need to be six hours. You could condense this down to three hours worth of content, (laughs) the amount of repetition of things that they like building up to the HasLab reveal there were like three different hosts that talked about like, well, last year you got Jabba's sail barge. So let's take a look at Jabba's sail barge and what the wonderful things and bring back. And it's like, okay, like (laughs) I, you don't even really need to do it to begin with, but if you're going to do it, just have one person do the, okay, well we did this last year and that was a success. So now we're doing this. So there was some promise there if they were to do this again, where it's like, okay, I like, like there was the um, star Wars designer, um, who I feel bad I'm blanking on his name, but he worked um, at Hasbro and Kenner since the original um, film right up until this year. And every Millennium Falcon that's come out from Kenner and Hasbro, he was the toy designer on. Oh, um, yes, so they they had a,
0: fella? Uh, oh.
2: No, no, he was a, he was a mm. bearded old white guy, but... Um, <laughs>
0: Sorry, I don't, know why that made, I don't know why that made me laugh.
2: <laughs> but uh, they um, they they had a sort of kind of twenty minute chat with him about his career and what it was like working on the different bits and pieces and uh, different things that he's done. And um, they had other people who've worked in the design team with him talking about him and you know the influence that they've had he's had on them in their toy career. And that was sort of really nice to get a look. Behind the scenes um, on that stuff. So, that stuff I'd like to see him do more of. And yeah, the the weird, trying to gimmicky host stuff that get rid of.
0: (laughs) Cool. Well, we will, I'm sure we'll talk about the rest of the reveals on our next show. Um, We're going to be talking uh, Marvel Legends later, but we're going to take a break now and do some other discussions of other properties before we get. Impossible! The Hall of Justice under attack. Batman behind bars. New from Kenner Superpower Collection: Hall of Justice playset. Some assembly required. Vehicles and
2: figures sold separately.
1: Well, now it's time for one of our feature segments, Toy of the Week. Now, each episode we'll take turns looking at a toy or a collectible in detail, and it might be a new release or it might be
0: something bizarre or a favourite from our collection. And this week, Scotty, you are kicking it off. I sure am, and people will know if they listen that I am a fan of the Mezco 112 Collective uh, line, the comic versions usually, from both the Marvel and the DC side. And a couple episodes ago, I did the latest Marvel release, or well, one of the latest Marvel releases, which was Magneto. And uh, today I am doing the latest DC release, which is the comic version of Harley Quinn. The Now, we, we've had a... At least one, if not two, but definitely one movie Harley already in this line. But this is my first Harley version. We haven't had that many female figures in this line yet, particularly on the comic side. There's Catwoman um, on the DC side. And so still kind of in my head around figures work. And I was quite interested in this one. I, I tend not to pre order these because they are accessible um, through different e-tailers in Australia. So I usually wait till they come out. And I actually missed the pop culture um, boat on this. I had it kind of in, you know, in my sites. And then when I went to order it, it was sold out. Oh no. Um, but I actually managed to find uh, what appeared to be the last one in Australia um, through a site I've used a couple of times called Ozpop Culture. Um, who are very lovely and etc. So packaging-wise, this is the pretty standard... Uh, sleeve with art on the front and pictures of the figure on the back, and then take off the sleeve, and we have the window box, which then opens to the uh, thousand trays, uh, which I'll, I'll, I did a lot of ranting about this in the Magneto one. Save our planet. So. Only a
1: thousand this time. I, I Wait, know. Then. I know. Wow, I know.
0: they're they're really cutting back. Um, the, <laughs> the 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 uh, with the the trademark Mesco Ziploc bag, um, which is a good stand, uh, not. Not, not something i see myself hardly but in terms of uh the figure itself and the accessories um the often i leave a lot of the accessories in the box because i know that i'm not gonna play with them display them etc and because they're small i'm worried i'm gonna inhale them or get lost a cat that's sitting here right now will eat them um which is totally possible the but uh, this figure has got some really, really cool accessories, which I'm looking forward to talking about. I do have a photo album up of um poses with all of the different heads and most of the accessories um on our Facebook page. So if you want to play along at home, do have a look. So these, of course, are the 1 uh, 12th scale Yes, my brain just kind of fried there. 112th, i.e. 6 inch scale, uh, figures with the, uh, wider range of articulation and then mixed media costume, including cough cloth etc and when you see characters like harley um you can see i think where this scale really works for the comic character for this medium in a way that one six scale often doesn't um essentially you know this is a a bodysuit um it it, it's charming, really and the the i think that there's something (laughs) about (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and I, and i think there's something about the bigger that this, the scale gets the the harder it is to not have a toy that just ends up looking like they're wearing jammies um the the smaller uh the, obviously it's easier to tailor etc and um they've done a really good job here of getting a, a fabric costume that is a combination of fabric and then like a a soft vinyl so the red is just your spandexy type fabric and the black then has more of a vinyl feel on it um but one that that fits well but doesn't limit uh articulation um you know i i I'm always fascinated by how this stuff works and what must go into the design side of it to make it work. And I just take my hat off to the, um, do this. Uh, my, my wife and I have just finished, uh, the latest series, the great British sewing bee, <laughs> cause we're in lockdown and we're really bored. Everybody. <laughs> um, the, but you know, hosted by the wonderful Joe Lysett. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I couldn't sew anything to save my life, but, uh, I think they should do like a, a toy dressing challenge I think that would be really um re- re- really fun it must be uh very tricky so she only comes with the one outfit obviously um, but she comes with three heads not not one not one not two but three heads we have the uh kind of smirky face which is what she is packaged with with her uh jester hat on uh, and then we have the crazy Harley face with the open mouth and wider eyes which is my favorite and the one that's on display and then we have the unmasked um, weird yellow hair without ever looks kind of, they, they've given that one a really serious expression. So she looks angry. Um, and, uh, but you get, you know, all the colors of emotion here between the three, um, head sculpts and they, they are <laughs> very well done. So I took photos with all three, but crazy Harley stay on. And then she comes with a bunch of excuse. So we have a total of four pairs of hands. She comes packaged and then, uh, kind of loose hands. Uh, pistol leading hands and then mallet holding hand, um, that are all work quite well. I actually had a minor heart attack right at the start of this when I went to pop her red fist off to put another hand on, and I thought for a moment that something had broken and I was about to have a um little collector cry. And but I just stayed calm. Um and I realized that what had happened was that the the wrist peg um i now understand a lot about how that is constructed because part of it had come off so part of the um had come off and was in the original um but i was actually able uh for prior hours we're talking and uh then work out how to snap it back in so it wasn't actually broken apart um yay me and uh yay for making that so yeah Slightly, skin. I thought, well, that's the end of this room, um, but then it all got better. Accessory wise, she comes with her cork gun, which is the first thing that I was trying to pose her with when Snap happened. Um, really beautifully done with a cork that pops out on a string. Um, v- very fun. She comes then with a little uh, time bomb that's like lit that she can throw, uh, d- then just a, a typical grenade. Um, she comes then with her. Uh, signature mallet and uh, they've done a really good job of making something that looks good and is not too heavy um, so that she can you can get away with lots of poses with it raised above her head etc without toppling over which is always a bit of a um, trick with the Different Harley figures and your various mallets. The and then she comes with a rocket. Launch, oh, a rocket launcher as well, which I actually um, I tried posing her with, and just in the time that I had, I couldn't work out how to get her to hold it because the she comes like with a rocket launcher that she can be holding, but then there's a launched rocket that's like coming out with smoke behind it that fits into the rocket launcher, but it was, I had a bit of trouble trying to work out how to get her to hold that to take a photo. So I'll try again later and see how we go, but very cool. Um, And then she also comes with the tatty Joker rag doll. Well done. So I managed to get some pretty decent poses. um, And you know me, I don't really like having to spend too much time on that. Um, But the, the, despite being um, having very obviously thin, Arms and legs being a smaller female figure. Um, she's very posable and uh, very, uh, she's got a good kind of center of balance, even uh, some bigger accessories, which means that I didn't have these with her falling over, etc. I think the head sculpts are brilliant. I think particularly the Crazy Harley head sculpt is just really um, excellent. They've done a great job of giving uh, a range of Really usable accessories. Um, like I said, I often just leave that in the box because I know I'm not going to use them. I don't want to lose them or break them. Um, but I actually had a go at with all of these. So that says something about how well done they are. So uh, obviously, this is a, a hugely popular character. And um, this is a figure that uh, is, they called it a, a deluxe. I think that might be because of the three heads and extra gear. Um, but I would say if you do want this one, you should probably. Uh, try and get it now because she is selling out quickly and I've got to go $10 for this. I had no um, have no complaints. It's brilliant. Uh, Thank you Misk. So
1: I just need to work on the 57,000 trays and
0: Look, it, it is a Yes, I, I do. It really baffles me. And again, I don't want to rant and rave, but, yeah, but yeah, particularly, yeah. particularly because the bottom tray just has so little in it. They even, yeah. you know, the base of the the stand is positioned behind the figure always. So it, it, all that normally is in the bottom tray is the uh, other pieces of the stand and the plastic bag.
2: Yeah. Yeah, fair call. Mm. How does she hold up compared to the Storm Collectibles bane? Because that bane seems to be very representative to the one from the Harley Quinn animated series. So do they they pair well together?
0: Uh, Look, I haven't um, tried, but scale-wise, I've actually got a bunch of figures that need to live somewhere up on a a shelf above at the moment. And he's, I've got him next to a Mezco Batman. So I would think, but you know, you just wait for your, it'll come. Very very good. And I'll review it with John. (laughs) Don't you know? (laughs) We
1: love him. We love him. Very good. All right. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Scotty. And uh, that was our first toy of the week. We're going to have a bit of a break. You're going to hear something exciting and we'll come back with Mr. Eddie coming from the farthest reaches of the universe to challenge
0: the worst villains on earth are the most powerful heroes ever in the battle of the superpowers collection can it be the supermobile on the attack the lexor 7 armed with kryptonite or the supermobile repel those deadly rays you ready for battle activate ram
1: new from kenner's superpowers collection vehicles and figures with power action each sold separately flying lessons for penguin fish bait for luther can the supermobile defeat the lexor 7 you decide
0: one of the great things about J podcast is that sometimes I can choose to live vicariously, their purchases. And Eddie's is about to review something that I really, really, really nearly bought and then decided to not. And I'm <laughs> glad that Eddie did. And I'm going to live vicariously through his, uh, spending, I mean, collecting. And, uh, the, this is the Super 7, uh, go at Thundercats. So over to you, Eddie. Tell us all about it.
2: Yeah. So we might actually be closer than you think, Scotty, because I went through the exact same thought of like, oh, I do kind of want this and uh, maybe I'll get it. So I pre-ordered it and then thought, oh, you know what? I don't really need it. Canceled my pre-order and then it came out and uh, one was actually available here in Australia. So I was like, damn it, I'll just I'll do the old trick of like if I do it on Afterpay, it's basically like getting it for free. So then I don't need to oh. think about it. Also, I did that dangerous <laughs> trick, which That's I hilarious. often do with things that American I'm on the fence about. Of uh, <laughs> I, I, I do do they have an American? I Is there they American must American version That's of sure. Afterpay, sure. But yeah, yeah. so uh, for those who don't know, it's a version where you basically kind of like you're paying it off on layby, but you get it right away. Uh, but in my head logic, I'm always like, well, that means it's free. So yeah. Uh, which no. it is not. It, it is, is not. Uh, yeah. You've got to be careful. It can be a uh, very dangerous. So I, I do tend to use it for things that I'm on the fence about, <laughs> and I don't want to commit to buying fully <laughs> outright. Then and then, even though over time I am pay, paying the full amount. Yeah, it's it's brilliant when you um you want to buy something that's four hundred dollars and you go I
1: just I just can't afford it. And so then in in like forty eight hours you would buy four four hundred dollar
2: things and then pay them off, you know, in <laughs> quarterly installments. Yeah. Um, Oh, and dear. Uh, it's uh, it is the Super 7 attempt at Thundercats, which we did have uh, the third Earth series over at Mattel when uh, the uh, Maddie Collector was a cat that was uh, now, well, a, a stray and uh, no longer had toy guru there. and was just seemed to be Maddie Collector was roaming the streets and on its last leg and about to be put down by the vets at Mattel. Uh, corporate and uh, it was basically the last year that we had these uh, Thundercats in the version of the Masters of the Universe Classics and that, that's where kind of being on the fence came from particularly with the first wave is they were all figures that we'd gotten before Lino, Panthro, Mumra and Jackalman but they were uh, as it says uh, for the name of these the ultimate versions uh, so you actually got more accessories so they were the kind of on the surface, the better figure version. So it's like, well, I kind of want the better versions of it. Uh, <laughs> I'm Denard, and I decided, well, look, I've got um, the other guys there, but the one that I would really want if I was to choose one of them would be Lino, because he's the main guy um, piece. So I, I grabbed him uh, in the end. Uh, like the Baxter Stockman I talked about last week, it comes in a beautiful brown uh, shipper box that has the Thundercats logo and the name of the figure, just in case you forgot. Uh, which one, which I guess if you're buying off all four, <laughs> that could be a bit more handy. You could tell which one it is when it's still in the brown box. Then, like uh, most of these uh, Super 7 figures, the box is just gorgeous. So, uh, this is the beautiful Thundercats box that we're now getting oh, with wow. these Ultimate ones. So, it's nicely die cut with the very oh, shiny red, and he's just really like it it looks like it's taken off uh, the sort of omens I, I didn't suspense. need to see that yeah <laughs> it, it's, it's horrible you've got the beautiful uh, 80s logo there on the back they they seem to be getting the license to the actual uh, fonts and that to use which is something that gets skipped often in uh, classic toys and pieces mm. if you actually look at the boxes like even uh they do a fantastic job but like the NECA turtle stuff doesn't use the classic fonts on a lot of their things but uh super sevens send to be spending the extra money uh and then the top of that slides off like a nice bookcase where you would uh have the figure uh on the inside i've taken mine out but uh you get that thundercats logo again the name there right up on the back with this beautiful artwork that really is just 80s inspired
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: artwork to me like that looks That's like something that cool. be yeah. a picture book or some sort of promotional piece uh there and i spent a bit of time just poring over that art because you just kind of don't get drawings like that to promote uh <laughs> media pieces uh anymore it's just uh looks like the cover of a fantasy book uh and loved it so The actual figure on the inside is pretty much the figure we got from Mattel. So this is the new version I have here. And I do have the uh, Mattel uh, version. Uh, So they are fairly similar. There is a little bit of difference, though, in the paintwork on them. So the original version is a bit more paler. He's got a bit more matte colouring and his red hair is a bit more of a lighter red, whereas the new version has a bit more of a darker red uh, tinge to it. And his facial features are a little bit more uh, tightly done and painted and coloured through there. Uh, The articulation is the exact same as if you've ever handled Mm. the Masters of the Universe classic uh, or um, the previous version of this figure. Uh, before, uh, he does come though with multiple heads, which is one of the big differences. So, this is the same mm-hmm. head that I've currently got uh, on him now. It's actually a beautiful pop. Uh, sometimes it can be a bit scary popping your head <laughs> uh, <laughs> <I'm not off laughs> figures, but uh, super seven ones they, they fit on nicely and they tend to pop off. Now, and that's the uh alternate head that also comes is like uh-huh. a very howling damn it. Head. So, I will probably be displaying. Uh, him with the growling head, so I can also display uh, my neutral head on the original version. You're
0: not and helping then the piece... me not want the.
2: Yeah, it's, hold on, it's about to get worse. Uh, so
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the other accessory, if you remember, on the original uh, Lino, he came with his cat claw shield that it was done in a very realistic fur style, uh, which was a. You know, an interesting design choice um, and could definitely be interpreted that way. Uh, And so you've got the hanging one that would hang off his belt that you plug in there, and that's got the dagger that's in there. Now, on the original Mattel one, it is sculpted in. It is a hard piece. You can't remove it. Uh, And then you also Mm -hmm. have the one that you can put on his uh, hand in replace of um, another hand and actually have him using it for the Ultimate version What they actually did is the more uh, sort of stylized uh, cartoon design. So it's more sort of gold and ornate as if it was kind of made out of metal and would probably work a bit more better uh, as a shield. Uh, Now, one thing that they did update, they did listen to fans on this. And where you've got the uh, Dagger of Omens here, it actually is a removable piece that comes out uh, and you can slide that in to hang it off his belt. So now you can have it that is hanging off his belt, but he's also holding uh, onto the dagger uh, at the same time. And there is also uh, the version that you can plug on and pop into his uh, hand there as well. Unfortunately, it does have what seems to be the sculpted groove to put the dagger in when it's in shield mode, but it doesn't go all the way down, unfortunately. So I don't know if that was something that got missed at the factory Hmm. to drill a bit further. Um, but yeah, that that was a bit disappointing. Now, if you didn't pick up the Mattel one uh, and you still prefer the more realistic fur look, uh, you do get the fur versions as well uh, in the Ultimate set. Uh, Uh, Now, it is the original uh, Matty sculpt, so the dagger isn't removable uh, in the Ultimate's version of the realistic fur. Uh, You do also get more hands for lino, Uh, so you've got one pair that are sort of like a cat-scratching uh feel and then you get two different sets of gripping hands one for the dagger and one for the swords with the different size of the hilts uh you do get one of the main pieces that really sort of clenched it for me to pick up is how do you have a thundercats line without the book of omens so this uh does come with uh the book of omens there it is sealed shut you can't open it but it is a nice looking design and of course uh you get Uh, lino sword the sword of omens there Uh, this is a brand new sculpt they have changed it from the mattel version so the mattel version is actually a much thicker blade and you can see the ends of the hilt uh, here sort of open up a bit more whereas the newer version has that more uh, curved look so uh, this one's kind of more preferential uh, choice uh, like There are things I actually like about the Mattel version. It's actually got a nice silver on the blade, whereas uh, the Super 7 is sort of the same metallic silver all over. Uh, and there's slightly different cat symbols, and it's kind of choice. I've known some people seem to prefer the metal symbol. Some people prefer the uh, Super 7 symbol. Uh, I think that the metal version's kind of a bit more... Um, stylized in design whereas the super sevens is a bit more cleaner and sharper but doesn't necessarily have uh that same detail uh in there so uh he is uh very cool uh i obviously i brought this figure once before and i brought him again at a premium price so uh, i was happy to have him but i still don't know where i sit on this line now now having had him in hand i'm like oh i am interested but i don't know if i grab a panthro or mumra now uh until i might have the opportunity to Mm -hmm. do i um pre-order the ones uh now they are made to order and a lot of the lines have already filled up um through super seven so it would be ordering through on the secondary market a lot of sellers do still have them available to order there so it's like oh do i do i do it do i pull the trigger? And I'm still a bit on the fence on it. I'm, I'm sleeping on it a bit more. So um, it unfortunately yeah. didn't solve uh, what I'm going to do. Um, chances <laughs> are when they start shipping is when I get the FOMO and then feel the need to uh, buy them out. I, I'm not too sure if I, I want to spend another sort of 300 just to get the other three characters that I already have. Um I might get a mummer and Panther. I don't know if I need a Jackalman, but who knows? Who knows? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's very hard to tell. So uh, I'm going to give him eight out of ten dollars. The two is really just because it is a figure that we've seen before. It is just an update one. So it's it's kind of like a good sequel to a film where nothing sort of new is established. Where you like, it's a good film, but I you know, all the wonder side of it is, is kind of lost a bit, um, seeing it a second time and not even really a sequel. It is kind of like just watching the same film again, where they might've cleaned up a couple of the special effects and added an audio commentary on the DVD and a behind the scenes feature (laughs) is probably more what it's, uh, like is more of the deluxe DVD version versus the regular, uh, (laughs) release. So it's, it's a hard line to tell. Um, if you've already got the Mattel version, i don't think there's a super big need unless you really want the book of omens or the updated shields that'd be the major factors um or the extra head um yeah, or the or the, yeah, or, or, the or the uh, It is definitely the it, ultimate you. version though and if you don't have a version then this is clearly the version you're going to want to pick up it'll probably be um about the same price either way you go and yeah it's going to get you more bang for your buck
1: I have to say that's the first time somebody else's toy of the world review, uh, toy of the week review, made me angry. (laughs) (laughs) That was so Uh, funny. I want it now.
0: Yeah, look, it. I mean, bills, mortgage, children that need to be fed, blah blah blah. How yes.
1: often do they need to eat, for crying look, out loud?
0: Look, I know. It, look, it only Didn't gets you have worse. lunch yesterday? No, it, look, it only gets worse. You get teenagers and older teenagers, and they just want food. My just, All right.
2: stupid logic is, well, Masters of the Universe Classics is done now, so, um, you know, this line can replace that line. But I've said that for about three or four different lines now
0: that I have since. Oh, I see, yeah. <laughs> I keep going,
2: like, well, well, DC, you're like, Universe is done, so, you know, I can get uh, the... McFarlane, multiverse, yeah. and I can get GI <laughs> Joe classified, and I can get um, a couple of Transformers stuff, and I can get Power Rangers, and nice now there's word. Dungeons and Dragons I can get. And <laughs> that and like, well because they did wrap up one line, so then even though that line might be coming back with the Kevin Smith TV series on Netflix, so then, but so I do collect that line, so I will have to keep on those ones. To, and then that's right, yeah, and that's where it gets dangerous. And then there's just like I worked this out the other day. There has been for the amount of Marvel Legends figures that have come out this year works out to be, so if you separate the ones in two packs and things like that, every three days you got a new Marvel Legend figure. Wow. If you were to break it down like that. So every get two days off and then on the third day a new Marvel Legend figure arrives if you were to get them Posted wow.
0: individually to you, like Scotty gets done. So <gasps> there's
2: just so much coming out this year. You, you do have to pick and choose. Wow.
0: Well, well, we'll get on to the posting individually story in a moment. <laughs> um, anything else that you want to add about this uh, good, brilliant figure before we wrap this one up?
2: No, I'm scared of Ben's wrath now. Just, um, yeah, to try to avoid looking at the box because the box is just so beautiful that that's, that's a big selling point. But oh, no, he's trying you don't to swear need, it's so shiny. It's like a mag. Well,
1: <laughs> you know, I have the Mattel ones and they're sitting here and they're unloved and I've, I've actually been tempted to skip the Super 7, you know, the the rehashes and just get the new figures. Um, but, you know, looking at that alternate head and, oh, geez, far mm. out.
0: Okay. Well, while Ben comes to terms with to spend more money, uh, and I look at my bank balance to convince me that I don't need, um, he will take a short break and, uh, we'll come back in a moment and we're going to Wicka West.
2: You've trouble! Scramble the Storm Eagle! A DI Storm Eagle has a hidden water cannon that shoots up to 20 feet, but the Cobra Liquidator's making a splash and the Parasite's launching catapult missiles! The Patriot. It's the GI Joe Patriot with a huge mortar cannon that really fires. GI ah! Joe Patriot, Storm Eagle, Cobra,
0: Parasite, and Liquidator, sold separately. I found the Barracuda. But Duke's gone. Sugar so Man, you could join us. <laughs> well, we we lost the the thread with our Marvel Legends breakdowns a while ago, but we are back on track now. Uh We did the Sugar Man breakdown a few episodes ago and we do strong guy which is the current wave that is out if you've never heard a toy breakdown before don't worry we won't breaking any toys we are uh, just talking about them in detail thus the breakdown which we normally do when two or more hosts have the same things um so as uh eddie referred to Earlier, I received these in the most unconventional way, which is despite ordering them all at once, each single one got mailed to me individually, and none of them arrived on the same day. Um, So it was kind of a novelty slash irritating. um, And rest in peace to all the trees that died to make all the packaging for all the different (laughs) boxes um, that I had. Having said that, they're very handy boxes to keep for... When you, you know, sell things on Facebook and eBay and need to throw them in a small box, so thank you. Zing. Um so as we any other interesting acquisition stories about this wave before we start breaking them down?
2: No, mine was mm. boring. I just pre ordered off a yeah, local same. site and they sent them to me.
0: What? They all just arrived in one go? Yep. Yep. Okay. So what what Deadpool wave is this? How many waves uh, Deadpool waves have we had to this the third I one? I wanna
2: say this is the fourth now? Wow. Maybe Man, so, Sor- is it third or
0: four sauron was deadpool
2: so you had the sauron you had the was it wendigo
0: was that a deadpool
2: wave an x-force wave Did I have a deadpool <laughs> what was the other one? Oh no it was sasquatch that was i knew it was a big hairy
0: canadian uh, okay, <laughs> <Sasquatch>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so at least three yeah at third, least three. At least i think three. i
2: think i'm i i think of the juggernaut wave as being a Deadpool wave, but really that was an X-Men wave that had... Dead pulled in it. Yes,
0: yeah, so, I mean yeah. you could argue this is an X for Swave, but um, you know, we, we've we've got the plethora of doubles, et cetera. Um, but we go through these alphabetically, and so we are going to start with the letter B, and that is for a character that we've already mentioned um, in the show, which is Black Tom Cassidy. Yay! Plots. Yay! <laughs> so first of all, hooray! A new a new figure we haven't had in this line ever before, yes. so that's always yes. um, a plus. I'm a, a Banshee fan, so any, um, any characters from the Banshee uh, universe are welcome for me. Of course, this character yeah. had a, a you know, cameo kind of joke appearance, second like Deadpool movie, which may be why we have him.
2: Well, well actually, to, uh, sorry, I sounded very mansplaining then. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to X-mansplain to you, Scotty. Okay, yes. Uh, <laughs> John, put that in the lexicon. Yeah. So the uh, the early Deadpool miniseries in the 90s, before Deadpool had an ongoing uh, series circle chase, had uh, Black Tom Cassidy when he was palling around with Juggernaut uh, as the villains uh, in that book. So yep. Black uh, Tom is one of the more original uh, Deadpool uh, antagonists. So he's actually... Uh, suited for once to be in a Deadpool wave other than some of the other figures that they tend to pair him off with. So, um, yeah, I, am actually quite happy to have him, uh, in a Deadpool wave. It's a good, good. Yeah. He, he often pops up as an antagonist, uh, to Deadpool. Um, and obviously Deadpool, has a love connection with Siren. And uh, so there's connection to the Cassidy family there. So, yeah, there's uh, often a bit of angst between these two. So, yes, he works quite well.
1: Yeah. Very good. I, I just love that it's a classic figure. I just, uh, as a, a classic character, um, you know, some of these co- costumes really have not aged well. And uh, you have to wonder what the person, the, you know, the character was thinking when they, uh, you know, got dressed for a life of crime, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's it's classic black Tom. He looks great with Juggernaut. Um, I, I like the high collar. I feel like um, that's going to sort of lend itself to similar sorts of um, characters as well. And I think any time you, you get the chance to expand the the repertoire of um, of pieces, like the uh, the the crinkly sleeves, et cetera, yep. I can see that you know being used again as well. So. Um, This is just a win for me I I just This is the sort of thing That when I see it announced I go yay You know It's a a character We haven't had before It's a classic comic book Um, You've got somewhere To put him in your collection Straight away Like you know He just goes straight With Juggernaut Um, I I just think it's great I think they've done A a really good job Even the um, His chest logo Came out really Really well Mine's actually Quite accurate Um, No no kind of issues there And they haven't tried To just paint the red on Over the black too Which is nice
2: um yeah. No, I no, we... I love his Barney stick too. That, yeah. Yeah. Design. I do sort of wish that he had maybe, you know, like some um vines or branches that you could sort of place over one of his arms or something. I was thinking of the same thing actually. A bit yeah. More, but yeah, like it's not not the biggest end
0: and there's plenty of stuff like that with His powers them. have been through a lot of different iterations, haven't they? Like I yeah. Oh yeah. You know, classically more just the um, Concussive blasts, you know, forests, right? Like through through wood, which is... Um, but the, then yeah. he became some sort of plant person. Yeah, he, yeah he's got I, control
2: I over.
1: I don't yeah. think anyone ever really clarified exactly what he did, so they've just kind of done whatever they want.
2: And at, at the <laughs> risk of angering Ben even more tonight, he actually has a large part to play moving forward in the uh, Hickman uh, X-Men run <laughs> as there, there's a lot of plant-based shenanigans going on. Uh, in the x-men books at the moment so he's also another prominent uh character right now oh look i i am quite
1: enjoying you know the x books i think they've they've weeded out the duds pretty quickly um i like the fact that black tom actually plays a part he's kind of like their head of security um which which is pretty cool so um i I just think yeah the timing was good and if, if these are the sorts of stories that marvel are doing that end up um, with a result uh, of getting me a classic character like this, uh, that's a huge win.
0: I think the head sculpt's great. I love the goatee. Um, he's got a really uh, like strong expression. So you know that that's all all fun. And yeah, I agree. I love the. I can see other uses for that, which awesome. So uh, very decent first. Hazar, um, Hazar, well done. I like the belt too, actually okay so alphabetically then we land on dead this there there are two deadpools line and this is the x the x-men yep. X-Men, deadpool. Uh,
2: x-men deadpool
0: okay what is the origin of this <laughs> blue suit so
2: this this suit comes uh from the cable and deadpool series uh and in that book during the second arc uh cable has sort of overcome his techno virus uh, issues and his, his powers are no longer hindered and he's basically become a god um, and the X-Men are getting a bit uh, concerned. And uh, in the first arc, uh, Deadpool and Cable have become sort of joined together through a teleporter accident. So whenever one teleports, uh, which both of them had the ability to do back in the day, uh, the other one would get teleported with them. So wherever they were teleporting to, the other one would then also turn up and get stuck so it was kind of a good conceit to put a team-up book for um a pair of characters where one of the characters um really wouldn't want to keep pairing up with the other one uh and part of this the x-men go to deadpool for a bit of help uh in uh trying to deal with cable becoming almost a messiah and deadpool takes that as an excuse that he has uh joined uh the x-men uh, so he first turns up in a uh, Miss Marvel um, classic green outfit with the red, uh, with the yellow pointed uh, ear masks um, and nothing on under the dress. And then they make him change and he comes back in this outfit. So I still waiting on that figure to come out of uh, him in, sorry, not Miss Marvel, the uh, Marvel girl, uh, the Jean Grey green dress suit. So still waiting on a Deadpool in that uh, Marvel girl uh, outfit. Um, but we've got this one, which is, yeah. The blue version, which is why uh, he's got the techno vest on. So where you've got the uh, straps that sort of come down in the middle, meet in like a circle and then come down to join his belt piece, that's known as the techno vest. Uh, and that's from that cable uh, Deadpool series. So uh, that's that's a good indicator of sort of what era you're looking at. It was also when he was a bit more uh, on the thinner side, went the way he was depicted, which is why they've sort of gone with this thinner buck here um rather than some of the other uh bucks that they've kind of used i thought he would be a complete rehash of the moped deadpool since that was also a, a techno vest version but uh it does have some different pieces like he's got uh, different feet on that one sort of has the an actual booted uh feet and yeah i don't think it's the same body buck that's used Uh, for that one there as well and obviously a different head sculpt it's not the expressive one uh, that they use there but the techno vest is the one that they used back on the uh, bullseye buck uh, in the very early days of uh, hasbro with the warpath two-pack so uh, it does tend to ride up it doesn't sort of sit well uh, great on him same as the moped uh, version the deadpool is a bit unfortunate we didn't sort of get a new sculpt Uh, Of that going through But uh, I can also see this guy Being a bit of a cheap kit-bashed figure The guns that he has come from Forge And yeah, these katanas We've seen a billion times uh, over. So I was excited for him I got two of them, so I got one Mint in box and one that I can put on my Shelf, but uh, (laughs) I'm sure For a lot of people uh, He was one that was easily skipped Uh,
0: Well this is a better version Of this costume Than we (laughs) <laughs> yeah that that full five buck one uh, is very dated now. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to you, know, you know. I like I, that. So just yeah. to sum
1: up it's it's not as shit as the last one.
0: Yeah. Look I I I uh was annoyed that the figure was spread out. You know, they'll leave one, and this would have been one I would have been happy to not have to buy. Um, but, you know, having said that, for what it is, it's actually... Yeah. Know yeah,
2: and, and considering the price of that one on the secondary market as well, True. Um, yes. I, I could see a lot of people glad that they didn't yes. have to pay, and I could see a lot of people disappointed that they paid it for that mm-hmm. figure.
0: Okay, well, let us move on to M4 Maverick. Huzzah! Huzzah! Yeah. So this... Have we had a Maverick before?
2: Negative. No, not in Legends. We had him in uh, the uh, Toy Toybees era, obviously, and yeah. the uh, sort of Marvel Universe-ish yes, uh, with the, uh, Wolverine's origin line. Yes, cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. so this is um, his first... Appearance in the proper line, proper, and I he has acquitted himself very well.
1: So 90s, isn't he? Like, he really, you know, cybernetic parts, pouches, yeah, you know, ammo ammo belts, just the whole, everything Everything 90s is kind of here. And I I always liked the character. I thought he was good value and and I'm glad he got a figure. I I think they've done a really, really good job with this one. Um, I mean, the the most obvious thing missing here is just that lack of kind of highlighting. Like I think a wash here and there would have really helped. But given the amount of tooling that's kind of involved, I'm, I'm stoked to have this guy. I'm really pleased with how he came out.
2: Yeah, I, I'm obviously a big uh, 90s kid when it comes to my comics, so uh, Maverick was always that character who seemed big at the time and then just didn't go anywhere. Like, I love him, um, yeah. but I was always always disappointed that uh, they haven't um, kind of used him more. Uh, it's like They they went through that whole Agent Zero phase, um,
0: which, no. which was
2: just a bit they tried to make him a bit too... Uh, realistic but um, part of the charm is this like Jim Lee over the top costume yeah where is he at now didn't he die of the legacy virus he did he he has since um, come back he hasn't been used overly much but he is just about so he's been solicited for upcoming issues of Deadpool so (laughs) he's joining that sort of House of X uh, era soon and it is in this sort of Jim Lee tiger costume too he's back to wearing too which is good rather than that
0: um, a lot well, of work done on the tooling. Um, oh yeah. for this and which always makes me wonder, you know, which pick and see. I mean, the 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 gear at the back, are pretty specific. Yes, it's hard to kind of see where that's playing. Yeah, so really it, it does look
2: like it. It is a separate piece that's glued on there. Mm-hmm. So you could have this chest piece or back pieces without that, or maybe you put something different over. A plug-in point um but maybe like a some of the other reavers or something could use well that's what i was thinking the yeah. cybernetic parts
1: just scream reavers that's for sure like you know you could possibly use his um entire torso for a um uh what's his name the 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 guy that's half tank
2: oh uh, yep yep um Good he's not bank. tank buster I... or something yeah
1: The readers all kind of blend together. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's a a perfect opportunity there to kit out the rest of those kind of goons with the various pieces. Even
2: with what we're sort of seeing with the upcoming Venom Wave where they've been doing sculpts over existing sculpts, like potentially Mm -hmm. you could do some sort of wiring sculpt over the top of this and do an okay Cameron Hodge type body or cross through, like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. his gun, too. They got, like, that's the Maverick gun with the... Um, the twin magazines. Two different magazines. Like, you know, like the mm. other gun is just the Star-Lord gun uh, repurposed. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just keeping that one in the holster. But, yeah, the uh, twin magazine one is the Maverick gun that he was drawn with. I don't yeah, know how I'd, functional it would be, but, yeah.
1: I actually thought a lot of this guy might have been repurposed from Skullbuster. And um, I went and, and did a comparison and completely different. Like I thought, you know, yeah maybe the belts are the same. Oh, no, wait. Oh, no, but, you know, the the gauntlets and, you know, they've got the little metal bits like on his legs, you know, that'll be different. No, no, it's not. It's completely new. So um, I I was really quite impressed. Even the feet are different because Skullbusters actually got tread on the bottom of his shoes and and this guy doesn't. So um, you'd have to think, you know, with this much of an investment, they do actually have something planned.
2: And he was uh, part of Weapon X, so he is thematically suited for the Deadpool wave.
1: Yeah.
2: I I just think he
1: he came out really well. Like, the gold um, has that metallic feel um, and it it complements, you know, the the silver as well, sitting over sort of the leather pants. Like, I just think this is a really well done figure. And no horrible
2: marbling or that on the gold either. Yeah.
1: And that stupid Star Lord gun actually goes into the pouch the holster on his side as well. So, you know, less chance of Scotty losing it, etc.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't so. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah I'm sure I could manage. No, I think. It, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, I'm also always really impressed where you, you don't have, you know, crappy paint, light colored paint over dark colored plastic. Um, mm. And so, you know, so far in this discussion, um, we've actually been really, really lucky that there's none of that happening. You know, the gold came out really well. It's, um, yeah,
0: it's good. Well, it wouldn't be a Deadpool wave without a wacky Deadpool version. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so this is one that they definitely went the Ugh. wacky Deadpool uh, side of things where this version isn't actually from uh, a story per se. as uh, from the um, Daniel Way run where there was a two-parter where he becomes a he's got all this money and he decides to become a pirate and he sort of buys like a cheap boat and heads out and he's, you know, dealing with Somalian pirates and that. And he doesn't look anything like this. This is just how he looked on the cover uh, of the first issue there. Um, sort of setting up that he's a pirate Deadpool. It's not how he looked on the interior um, pages uh, at all. So he's uh, another one I could definitely see where people would be like, you know what? I'm skipping this one. Um, but it, it is part of the charm of Deadpool is that he is a bit of the Bugs Bunny and will put on stupid costumes from time to time and get out there. So I, I do, um, as the Deadpool fan, uh, appreciate having... If you're going to do, give me another Deadpool. Give me something that's out there and, and kind of wacky uh, like this. And the expression on his head sculpt, I actually think, is really well done. I, I do quite like um, this design. I sort of wish that the... Um, hat and bandana were removable uh to get that nice sort of base head uh, underneath that i could put on uh some of the other versions of deadpool uh that are here um but yeah they've uh, replicated the cover art uh fairly nicely now some of that is a bit basic so he's just got like red legs there's nothing kind of breaking up the red of his legs there which aesthetically um isn't necessarily great but it's not um, completely inaccurate to how he was drawn. So I, I can see, but it would have been nice if they maybe they used the Captain America pirate boots or something like there and uh, broke it up since it isn't actually a canon costume. Um, if you pardon a canon pun with pirate.
1: Um, <laughs> I see what you good. did there. I see what yeah. you did. And you know, I, I, I love you, Eddie, and I really appreciate it, but no amount of explanation can make this figure any less shit. Like, it's just. <laughs> You know, I know Deadpool sells, Wolverine sells, but oh man, this is just, it's scraping the bottom of the rum
2: barrel. Yeah. I see yeah. what you did there. Yeah. There is the biggest negative that I have, um, so that I'm not all oh, uh, sunshine and roses, I can critique this with an open eye, is the um, <laughs> holsters at the back are just completely useless. I don't know why they really bothered because you put the katanas in and it just goes up against his cloak. Same with the um, pirate pistol, which might be actually one of my favorite pieces of the figure, aside from the head sculpt, uh, is this sort of flintlock pistol. I don't know where they might get used for this again on a Marvel figure. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I do, do quite like it. I was wondering if maybe possibly there's a couple of G.I. Joes that use a flintlock pistol, mm. whether, whether this might be, since we've seen a um the punisher now that uses the uh snake eyes uh uzi and uh he also comes with a shotgun that seems very much like it might be a shipwreck uh shotgun because he does not hold it well at all uh whether this flint like pistol might be for a shipwreck or a zanzibar or an older generation um destro mccullen
1: yeah one i think one of the things that just annoys me is the fact that he comes with a katana. I mean, yeah, it's completely out of whack, um, you know, with uh, the with theme. The other one, the the gold-handled one, is a cutlass, which is, is accurate. Um, so why they didn't just give him two of those... Uh, I think from weird.
2: memory he had the katana on the cover.
1: No, of course, so it's the artist that's got no Perfect. idea. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I,
0: I, I agree that Black... Boots would have, I think, really made this uh, perfect for what it is. The red um, is a bit of a choice. Um, but, yeah, this is one of those things that I am i can't really believe to buy this. Get a, I know. Get a, get a, get a and, a
1: and could, you know, really, they they couldn't have chosen um, one of the, the Deadpools to just come... You know, without a Build-A-Figure piece. Like, you, you, you're really telling me that the head that came with the blue Deadpool couldn't have been squeezed in with somebody else. Um, so, yeah, but I,
2: I, I think they wanted you to buy the figure.
1: Oh, I know. I that's but, what the company you know, wanted. All it to. does is make me
2: angry. <laughs> I think that's all why right. they, they split the, the pieces of the build figure and put them with the other figures.
0: Well, while we try to recover from that, uh, to, now I'm assuming Shikla.
2: Yep, Chick-fil-a. Chick-fil-a.
0: Okay, so who is this character?
2: <laughs> so this is great because this is not just a X-Men character who's appeared in Deadpool books like Black Tom or Maverick or Sasquatch. Uh, this is an actual Deadpool character that we are getting in a Deadpool wave. And this is the wife of Deadpool. Uh, she's also the daughter of Dracula uh, in the Marvel Universe. And she's sort of a queen of monsters type character and she's kind of um bit evil and horrible and despicable herself but uh she kind of finds deadpool uh funny at least for a little while and thinks that he's sort of (laughs) weird yeah and you know she can sort (laughs) of do weird torturous things to him but he survives it and um they can keep going on about their days so she's able to maintain a long relationship uh with him for a while and it hits a point that they do actually uh get married and um they stay together for quite some time it was towards the beginning of the uh jerry duggan run that she was uh introduced back when marvel was trying to do those infinite comics uh online that had like sort of moving pieces in the comics uh she came through out of a run of that that they were doing that tied in with the duggan line and then was brought over to the uh mainline itself and then it wasn't uh really till the spider-man deadpool uh book which i think was right near the end of the duggan line that they um divorced the characters and it was a sort of mini crossover event um through the deadpool books that had them uh breaking up and moving on so that the new writers um, could sort of do what they wanted to do uh with the character but yeah she was a long time uh character there uh in the books not uh overly one of my favorites not not horrible by any means but um yeah it is nice to get a, a side deadpool character um in a deadpool wave
0: okay so i mean it is a it's a, a new character that we haven't had a figure out before that actually a comic character is about that go- um ben yeah look uh look, you
1: Fulfils my requirement of being a new character who hasn't been done before, so, um, you know, straight away, it's uh, a universe builder. Um, I was only passingly familiar with her. Um, I come and go with the Deadpool books, depending on how bored I get, um, and so, you know, it was – Oh, I was happy to see her. Um, however, getting the figure in hand, I was actually pretty impressed. Oh, I think there's a lot of nice stuff going in, and I, I was really taken aback how they did the patterning on her torso. Um, oh, I thought that was that was actually pretty cool how they managed to achieve that. I,
0: I agree. It's a really kind of um, mottled effect, and and which you know I think in the in the comics there's a like a pattern through the the fabric. Um, there would represent, but you do some with that. And
1: Interestingly, it's only on the front and not on the back.
2: Oh,
0: yeah, well, true. I, well,
1: yeah. but those bloody open hands, honestly.
2: Yeah. She is a magic character, at least. Like she would be.
1: Mm-hmm. She yeah, yeah, her, so. yeah, yeah. I know. And oh, I think
2: every female de- character
1: should come with at least one fist.
2: To be uh, uh, Dracula's daughter's advocate uh, here, that's um, taking these hands out. You're gonna potentially run into issues with her um, soft goods piece, yeah. So I could I could see why they might not want to give her uh, swappable hands.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, I I get that. I think from looking at, you know, I'm not really familiar. I'm not familiar, um, but looking at some just different etc. I think they've done a a good job, and you know, like it's a uh, it's a really definitely fits the. Ticks that box. I'll be able to see whether she is a f- that hangs around um, or <laughs> not. She's got se- she's sexy. She's got that girl. So, a s- a certain-
1: are we going to talk about Jeff or not? Yeah, oh, we got to yeah. talk
0: about Jeff. Yeah, gotta yeah. Check about <laughs> Jeff. Yeah. So, explain Jeff choice.
2: Eddie. So this is uh, Jeff the Land Shark. Uh, now he actually isn't connected to Shikla at all. It's a bit like Doop coming with. Um, Deadpool, uh, back in the Toy Biz days, he was a pet that originally belonged to Gwenpool. Uh, It was introduced in the West Coast Avengers uh, run when she turned up there. Um, And then uh, in the new Deadpool ongoing book, Gwenpool, who was scared that she might not have a lot of potential for an ongoing series uh, anymore, was worried about the survival of um, Jeff in... Uh, Marvel canon so she gave him over to Deadpool for him to feature in Deadpool's book so he could continue on making appearances <laughs> so very fourth world Gwen,
1: gwenpool is quite funny in the way they yeah. the concept so um a shame there's no articulation here I, I was actually hoping that the mouth would open or something like that but it's just a static figure but i mean as a as a packing yeah look yeah, that's fun I, I appreciate these kind of things
0: cool i was really wondering i was like what, does she just shark or what <laughs> is the inner you know? said so <laughs> that's funny that's good yeah
1: cool. I mean, cool. look. This is a fun set. Like, she's yeah, a great yeah. figure. Like, I I really like the um the tattoo work on her face, etc. There's there's a lot of neat stuff going on. Like, she's not just a a generic one color oh, no. figure. Well there's done. a lot of really neat tempos. Like the gold highlights on her black, like on top of her boots, across her brazier, etc. Um, mm-hmm. Is all really really well done. Um, you know, she's she's a fun figure of a character. I don't care that much about.
0: Yeah, very good. If we go down the alphabet, we're now on Sunspot. Huzzah! So, yeah, so first, uh, first time character Giffy figure in the Marvel Legends line, which is a win. And, uh, from my take, a pretty faithful rendition of, I mean, Roberto had a, a number of different kind of X-Force costumes. Yeah. Um, but, but as, but, um, this is one of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> True. <laughs> I, I would hazard a guess because this is something that um, he is in that interesting category of characters. Of I would say, depending on every single person you spoke to, they would probably tell you a different costume is Sunspot's mm-hmm. iconic costume. Yeah. Um, he doesn't necessarily have that real iconic standout across multiple people um, costumes in the book. Um, I would say the reason why they went with this, which is sort of his second generation X Force uh, outfit, um, is because this is the one that Toy Biz did the yep. toy of. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so sure. that's yeah, and and you know for toy collectors like us, that might make him make this outfit kind of the more iconic uh, version um, of him. Uh, but yeah, it's it's always a bit of a weird one. I always sort of bit thrown by the Ninja Turtle um, headband.
1: Uh, on it. <laughs> oh, look, I, I quite enjoy this costume. Um, I mean, it is what it is. I just think, yeah, every now and then Has Hasbro makes some really kind of odd choices. Like we, you know, they managed to give us a whole bunch of the New Mutants um, with that Danny Moonstar set. You know, we recently got a new cannonball in in his kind of first costume outside of the New Mutants costume, the, the standard black and yellow. Um, and, and so then to suddenly really Jump ahead into this version of Roberto, I think is is kind of odd. Um, I almost feel like now what Hasbro needs to do is follow up the Danny Moonstar with a generic male new mutant in the black and, and yellow, and have um, you know, have a, a cannonball, um, a sunspot, and uh, cipher heads to sort of round out the team in in that. That outfit, and I mean, you know, as they've proven time and time again, you do something like that with multiple heads, and you get multiple sales. So, um, I'm hoping that's still on the table. But, I mean, having said that, you know, this is a, a great-looking figure, uh, particularly the way the um, the sunspot effect sort of plugs into his back. Uh, I think the biggest letdown with this figure is, is the paint job. Um, it's it's shit.
0: Uh, yeah, mine is not great. It's, I, the 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 lines, blue red, a little bit wobbly. Um, yeah. And I don't. I think that's kind of one of the sculpt that kind of helps. That I would have to agree. I think the torso, like waist up, the paint is bad on mine. But the legs, are...
1: I, I think I've just got failure across the board. Like where where the blue meets the red uh, on his thighs, the the blue um, there's bleed over onto the red. Um, the the yellow stripes on his boots a, a yellow paint over blue and it looks like it but you know on the torso um, they've actually gone with more of a tempo type effect um, on the shoulders where they've put the blue onto the red plastic and mine's actually got little kind of bits missing um, and then I've actually got what I can only assume is is kind of either paint rub or something so I've got little blue spots on the top of his abs, I've got little sort of whitey, Ooh. yellowy spots yeah, on his sounds
2: chest. Sounds like you got a because yeah, mine, um, mine luckily doesn't have any of that. Mine only yeah. really has the yellow stripes on his boots. There's a yeah. little bit of bleed and a little bit of um, green going on where sort of the yellow paint has mixed a bit with yeah. the blue. But my legs are actually fairly like obviously you do get that kind of paint issue when it is a color on a color. Yeah. um on when it's the base buck like that that is still there but the lines on my legs are actually fortunately quite done i've got um like the blue parts of my um arms are still solid blue Um, I, I think I, that I of that.
0: legs are actually the plastic and the then because when you look at it, um, like you know, look the, yeah. the soles of the feet are red, and so that means that the blue is. The, is pink. Yeah, and and then the and I, I would
2: assume so, that I think that's why you're getting the, the green on the yellow yeah. on the outside there. The,
0: but the yellow on mine is actually really good. The the boot, the yellow on the boots. I the, so mine is just the slightly wobbly blue lines on the legs. And obviously, the there's a lot of musculature there that makes that difficult. Um, we should mention as well that this comes with the first black edition of the magic. Um, whatever they are, blondes that come with every, mm. every Kirby Kirby. <laughs> Kirby dots. Oh, Kirby dots. <laughs> the, yes, yes, very good. Yeah. I I, I, I
2: got to admit, they, these are starting to be, and I know. They do work well with this character in particular, but they are starting to feel like the open hands on female figures. <laughs> form. I feel like we've gotten this effect so many times now in yeah. such a rainbow of colors on some characters that I think maybe you could have skipped giving it to those characters and left it more for characters that use the Kirby crackle like uh, yeah. sunspot here, or maybe give us a different version of curvy crackle fur <laughs> but like similar to like what's going on on his back there um with that piece uh kind of bubbling out there and yeah. i do kind of wish that this was removable as well it's, it's not, yeah i like i i wouldn't mind being able to take that off and have him kind of bit more powered down
0: i, I wouldn't I, I would like a a powered down head you know like i I think if they do do a retro well retro ones and extra parts but you know that would be kind of my next ask is okay we've got powered up but now we need just bruto
1: yeah and that's that's why i'm hoping you know that a potential three you know not a three pack but yeah we could get another one of those multi-figure
0: packs Mm. i mean the issue of the issue of course. They're being, you know, whatever he is that they're, those three boys, the locality, like the, um, so they don't necessarily all work on the same buck, but I'd take it. They for, Yeah. You know, for the difference. Yeah. Um, cool. So, last one before the, and the biggest single figure in the wave, Warpath. So, this is obviously a character that's had a couple of figures in Marvel Legends, and we've had kind of a different iteration figure as well. Um, but yeah. what, do we, what do we think about this Warpath?
1: I'm happy for you to go, Eddie, unless you want me to... Yeah,
2: No, I, I, <laughs> I, I just felt bad I was taking the lead on a lot of these. But I've got a bit of a uh, big soft spot for uh, Warpath as part of the X-Force. He was the first of the X-Force brand figures that I picked up um, very early on in my X-Men figure uh, buying run So he, he was a large part of A lot of the adventures That I took my Toy Biz uh, <laughs> figures uh, through And it was this version of the character With the big kind of um, shoulder pads yeah. uh, Running through It was slightly more of a classic Thunderbird type uh, Head sculpt than uh, this design But this is kind of his later New Mutants uh, Rob Liefeld era um, yeah. design uh kind of running and i did unfortunately miss out on the uh the two pack pack ones i because they were um kind of so hard to get here in australia at the time uh i brought the deadpools separately um because i figured stupidly the war paths would come down um in value (laughs) everyone just wanted the deadpools and i could pick them up later uh on the secondary market so uh and it is something that I'm like, oh, you know, now this guy's out. Surely they're going to drop in price, <laughs> right? So I just uh, set up a save search so I can run through. Because one of the things I, I actually do, uh, I know I've been showing my comic bias um, a fair bit tonight, but uh, one of my uh, preferred runs of X-Men was, I, I think it's underrated, the Baker run that had uh, Warpath stepping up and becoming a main mm-hmm. um Character there which is where he got the uh, Vibranium knives from So this figure comes with the Open hands but it doesn't come with Any knives for him uh, So you know might need To buy a couple more of those <laughs> uh, Hydra 2 packs just to <laughs> Stock up on that knife
0: yeah, I was surprised about not getting knives no-
2: mm. yeah, you- I can get like the 90s Version of the character didn't have them but It's um, now so iconic with him Like oh, okay, you, got it. you could slip it in there
1: yeah. I love this figure. I think they did a really good job. I mean, I was lucky enough to get the two pack ones and, and I've had the X-Force one on display for quite some time. Um, and I think it's it's not an easy character to pull off too, because he is a big dude. Um, I don't think a lot of people realise that he's actually about seven foot two. So in terms of height, he's he's massive. Like, you know, that's that's bigger than Shaquille O'Neal. So um he is a, a really big guy. So he obviously needs a really big buck um to pull that off. So he's probably second only to Colossus in height. Um and not only have they they pulled off a sort of a big looking figure, he's got the mass as well. Um and it's just nicely done. I, I think really for me, probably the only disappointment is um while well, I like the head sculpt in terms of the hair, the feathers uh, and that sort of thing, and he's, he's got that suitably um, stern look on his face, um, he does look quite aged. Like, he's yeah. only a young guy. He's yeah. he's actually only meant to be kind of like that that early 20s sort of thing at the, at the oldest. Um, but this guy looks like he's 50. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's, that's a bit disappointing. But I think most everything they've pulled off really well, like the, the way they've actually done the tassels on his boots. I think the shoulder pads have actually come off quite well and, and they don't actually hinder, um, you know, the articulation. Like it's, it's, it's really come together quite nicely. And, and he actually turned out to be my favourite of the wave.
2: And as you said, the shoulder pads, not only do they come off quite well, but they actually come off. So, yeah, the, he did have the version of this costume without the shoulder pads. So, depending yeah. on which version you like, you could pop those shoulder pads off, and there's um, yeah. that version there too. I mean,
1: my, my first thought is, you know, whose um, who's open hands can I swap uh, with this? So, I'll be going through my bits box. To see whose whose fists will actually work, so I can get him holding those knives. Oh no,
2: he comes with open hands.
1: Oh, that's right, he does too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just saying? doesn't come with anything. Yeah, he just to doesn't put come with it. the knives.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like that, that was the thing. Is like, well, if you're yeah. not going to give us the knives, why give us exactly. the open hand?
0: Yeah. Look, I, I agree about the head sculpt, and we I saw that comment on the in our Facebook community as well. Yeah, I think um,
1: that was um, Starman.
0: Yeah, it Just uh, you know, mentioning the age look and i i I can see that i do think that they've done a a fantastic job and the the use of this you know really nice big um buck is great so that yeah have we seen this buck before uh Uh,
1: it's not newt is it no
0: no it could
2: it's um yeah like they they had that weird one there was you have that weird neck gappage on that you, do you know what i you know that buck that has the horrible it was used for like the venom figure and um luke cage and radioactive man and all that that just sort of has the weird weird garbage between the pecs and the upper neck it sort of has that shelf look um to it and this doesn't have it and it's got the butterfly joints so I, i'm wondering if this is a new kind of more muscular so yeah. it's it's not the hyperion is it no no because that's I got holes looking... in the back that's that's the one that has the the neck issue because mm. um, i think it was designed for the hyperion to have the cape and then as other characters haven't had capes it sort of stuck yeah out
0: a bit. yeah mm. cool some crew? No, I
2: think they're I think probably a bit of, old now. Yeah, because yeah, nope. the Butterfly Jones is more of a newer thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: of... yeah, very good. All right, so we are uh, last but not least the Builder Figure, the Strong Man himself, Guido.
2: Yeah, I, I think this guy actually probably going to take it for my favorite of uh, the wave. Oh, yeah. uh, oh which can I, be I didn't realize unfair.
1: he was in contention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> if we're allowed to include uh, Builder Figures in there, because this is just. Uh, unlike Sunspot, like, if you want to think of a classic Guido outfit,
0: yep.
2: this is this it. A yep. Peter David um, kind of era. Uh, yellow and blue X-Factor outfit, the red circle glasses. they even kind of, uh, I always think of it as, like, a David Letterman kind of smile. Nice. They have just really captured this character. Oh, the um, quite well, and he's brilliant. like solid and stands despite his sort of little legs and top head side. Mm. Like, I,
0: yeah, I haven't, I'm still trying to find the balance sweet spot on this guy. I haven't quite, I haven't quite got there yet, I'm sure I will, but you know, it's just taking me topple proof pose. <laughs> but I, I, look, I, I'm, uh, I love this, I'm blown away by it.
1: Yeah, look, I, I like it, and th- I think the thing is, this is uh, a character that's been on my sort of customized list for a long time. It was a matter of trying to find the right pieces to put him together and therefore I've actually seen a lot of customs uh, of this guy over the years and I think it was Christina Cruz who actually did one based on a recipe that someone else had created Um, and I was comparing the two of them and there's something about this figure that just looks odd and I've been staring at it and staring at it and yes I know you know obviously he's uh, you know he's out of proportion but looking at it again and again I think what it is that I feel like his legs are too wide apart. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not used to him having this really wide stance with these little legs. And I'm, I'm used to him sort of more starting from the shoulders and then tapering right down into that V shape. But he kind of, he, he comes down, you know, into the waist and then goes out again with these legs. And it's kind of, I don't know. It's throwing off the proportion
2: for me. I could see that. I could see where they've sort of, you know, that's done in a 3d realm. So he, he stands, but yes, the yeah. way artists would normally draw it is that sort of tiny legs standing with your legs closed together and, yeah, a, um, that kind of V-shaped look, as you're saying. Yeah. But, but then I, I guess if they, they achieve that, he'd probably fall over. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, well, then you get into the Bruce Tim ca- category of toppling. Yeah, um, that's right. The, you know, yeah. So I, yeah. I, I I, can see because I'm having trouble. Oh, shit, sorry, speaking of <laughs> things falling down. I'm having trouble. Tr- <laughs> but, um, look, I... I, the head sculpt alone is just enough to make this figure a perfection. Like, it is yeah. it is just so good. And it has
2: been a bit of a sneaky, like, um, it sort of didn't realise, like, that X-Factor team is coming together rather. Yeah. Good. Like, we've got the Madroxes, we've got the um, Havoc and Polaris. We just sort of need the Feral now, and yeah. yeah. yeah I think um, I, what I would have liked to have seen is just a...
1: A little bit more spent on on the highlighting. Um, one of the first things I saw somebody do was to paint the zipper on his chest um, silver, and then I thought, oh, that, that looks much better. You know, that 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 quite that pops now. And so, uh, yellow is one of the hardest colours to highlight, and I can see why perhaps they left it. But I think to me, that's probably the only thing that's really missing. Um, from this guy. Otherwise, you know, I think they, you know, they did an amazing job, um, and I think credit too to Hasbro because, you know, it's not like you're going to reuse this torso and arms anytime soon. So, uh,
0: no, <laughs> look, it, look, well done, well done, and you know, this this guy's been asked for for a long time, yes. and they have really delivered. So, yeah, then, having a look, I wonder if they
2: might reuse sort of the lower half. Of him because you've got that loose belt piece, so if you slide that off in the foot pieces, you do have sort of a larger body buck that could be is mm. there interesting
0: awesome, well, that is. Uh, the Strong Guy Wave. And that is also our show. So thank you so much for listening, everybody. And if you uh, would like your uh, feedback read out on the show like we read out Joshua's earlier, you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. You can find us on Twitter at AFBlues. Uh, we are on um, Facebook and Instagram as Action Figure Blues. And we don't do Snapchat because um, and we don't do <laughs> TikTok because not cool enough. Um, uh, yeah, I should guess. So that would be fine.
2: <laughs> if you like pina colada.
0: Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> Once the music starts, it is <laughs> time to go. Um, please also, if you are on Facebook, find the Action Figure Blues Collector Community. Great group talk about. Fun things related. And uh, we'd love to. Yay. Good journey. All right. See you next time. Good night, nerd. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and can be downloaded direct from actionfigureblues.com. Wherever you listen, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review to help others find our show. Our theme music is by Robert Crandall. Our ad music is by Scott Holmes. The AFB logo is created by Nath Stones. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join with all the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, reviews, old lines, and trade and sell in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please check out our sponsors like Mark's Comics and Stuff, Loot Crate, Audible, and Gamefly. You can find us on Twitter at AFBlues, on Instagram at ActionFigureBlues, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash ActionFigureBlues. Thanks for listening.